A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day. And through it all the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit. First the blade, then the ear, and then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up, and becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables he spoke, and he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples he explained everything in private. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, our readings are about growth, growing. And isn't it amazing that God chose to have everything that is alive, it grows, starts out small, and becomes larger. Now, nothing grows on Jupiter or Mercury or Saturn or the Moon or Venus or Mars. There's nothing there growing. But on Earth, everything that is alive is growing. It's amazing the way God has chosen it to be. I know there's over 8 million kinds of life on the planet Earth and those eight million plus kinds of life are all growing. So there's some important principle there about growth and that we are all called to grow by God, ordained by God to grow. And the spiritual life is the same. You know, we're called to grow in the spiritual life. Let's think about it for a moment, a little bit more. Biologically, everything on earth is growing. In fact, even us, each one in this room, we are all growing. We're either growing up or growing old. <laughs> but we're all growing. We are on the same path as the rest of biology. So it's, it's a way that God has designed the universe, that there are growing things in it. If we think about growing historically, or what it means to grow historically, we see that God started with one couple, Adam and Eve, and then that grew into one family, the family of Noah, and then that grew into a clan, the clan of Abraham, and then that grew into a tribe, the tribe of Moses, and that grew into the 12 tribes, the 12 tribes of King Dave, of King David, and that grew into the nation of Israel, and then finally that grew into the Catholic Church, which is everyone on the earth. A growth. 
Or if you think of the life of Jesus, he started out with the 12, and then from the 12 came the 70 or the 72, and from the 70 or the 72 became us. So just like biologically, it's about growth. Also historically, it's about growth. In the life of Jesus, it's about growth. So what are some ways that we can grow in the spiritual life? Our spiritual life is not something different than the rest of creation or the rest of history or the rest of the life of Jesus. It is the same, and we are called to grow. We are supposed to grow. And how is it that we can have growth in our spiritual lives? I've come up with an acronym for us to talk about that today, and the acronym for growth in the spiritual life is GROW. G-R-O-W, GROW. The first part of that acronym, G, is gratitude. We are to be grateful to God for all the things God does for us in our life. To grow in our gratitude, to be more and more grateful for all the blessings, benefits, virtues, graces that flow into our lives every single day of our lives. And to be grateful for that. How about walking, talking, sitting, sleeping, eating, moving, worshiping? All these are gifts of God, and we've got to learn to be very, very grateful for them. The R's for reconciliation. You know, we need to visit that sacrament of reconciliation. Once a year is not going to do very much for us. But frequently to go to confession is how we grow in the spiritual life. In the sacrament of confession is healing and deliverance from the power of evil and is strengthening and forgiveness and also growth for our spiritual life. So to use that sacrament of reconciliation frequently I don't think once a year is really enough myself. I think we need to go more frequently. The O is for being open, being open to God the Father, being open to Jesus the Son, being open to the Holy Spirit, being open to the angels and the saints and the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph and also our neighbors. They're being open like a plant or a tree is open to the sky and from the sky it receives water and food and all the things that come down to it so too so too in us we need to be open to god and to grace and so all the things that god wants for us isn't in fact isn't the opposite a great definition of sin being closed off being turned inward isn't this a great definition of sinfulness to be not open and finally, the W and grow is for wanting it. We gotta want it. You gotta want it. You gotta want holiness. You gotta desire to grow in your spiritual life. You gotta desire all these good things that God is offering us. If you don't desire it, you won't get it. So we have to spend time desiring it. Now this is, you know, the garden of our life. Just like God gave Adam and Eve a garden to tend and to nourish, we have this garden that's full of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the virtues of the Holy Spirit and the, and the graces of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit and everything we need for the mission that we're on. We have to tend and nurture this garden just like Adam and Eve did. And that is a way, what I've just given you, is a way of tending, tendering and nurturing that garden. But still, even what I've said so far, it's still just a noun. Grow is a noun and we need the verb. We need to be verbal people. <laughs> we need the ING. It's the ING that gives it action. So, for example, some of these words are in English, but get my point here. We need to be 
faithing and hoping and loving and acting in the world. We need that ING. So what is that ING? What could that stand for? The I is for inspiration by the Holy Spirit or being infused with the indwelling of the Holy Trinity within us, the Holy Spirit living within us. In fact, it's the work of the Holy Spirit that is making our spiritual life possible. The N in ING is for naming. We got to learn in our prayer to be very specific, to name that grace and to name that sin and so that we can name the sin so we can then call down from God for the opposite grace in our life. That's a very powerful act in our life is to name, to name these things. It's difficult too, but it's very powerful when we can name these things in our lives. And then the G is for grace, remembering that it's all God's work in us. It's not us doing it, but it's us cooperating with God's work, God's holy work in our lives. We are growing, and we are, when we're growing, it's the power of God in our lives. So all these things I'm talking about, my friends, we have to pray for them. We have to pray for them. We have to pray to grow in gratitude, pray to grow in our love of going to reconciliation, pray in our growth and being open, pray in our growth and desiring to want to grow in holiness. We got to pray to welcome the indwelling of the Trinity within us, the Holy Spirit. We have to pray to be able to name the grace and name the sin. And we have to pray to receive the grace which God has given us. So let's take some time this week, this upcoming week. Let's pray for each other. Let's pray for each other that we all begin to grow in grace. And that this year, when we look back at the end of this year, we're going to say, wow, I'm closer to God now at the end of this year than I was at the beginning of the year.